You're listening to the Bold Face Truth Podcast with Amy Green-Smith, episode 457. You can find information on anything referenced in this week's episode at amygreensmith.com slash EP457. Oh, well, hey there. Check you out listening to self-help pods and working on yourself. Fuck yeah. Quick question. You know those situations where your boss asks you to take on one more thing, or your partner asks what's bothering you, and you respond with a bold-faced lie? Oops. What would shift for you if you actually started telling the bold-faced truth? Everything. Listen, if you struggle with people-pleasing, perfectionism, and you could use some help with boundaries or speaking up, you are in the right place. Thank God. I am Amy Green-Smith. I'm a certified and credentialed life coach, hypnotherapist, and keynote speaker. Fancy. And I've been working in the personal development space since the mid-2000s. Vintage. Sometimes I'll be solo, other times you'll hear from smart folks offering you easy-to-implement tools to help you tell the bold-faced truth. Yes! Well, hello, everybody. Amy here. We are starting a new mini-series this week on stuckness. When you just feel stuck, you feel like you're in a rut, you're not sure what you want to do, you maybe are sure what you want to do, but you feel like you don't know what the next step is, just that sort of in-between limbo place that is wildly uncomfortable. Last week, we wrapped up our mini-series on dealing with transition. We had some really great guest experts who have gone through massive life curveballs. So if that is you and you've been struggling with just managing all the transition in your life, be sure to catch that series. And a great subsequent series is what we're starting this week on stuckness. So I'm going to be talking to you today about 10 things to do when you feel stuck. Now, a quick disclaimer off the top, You don't have to do all fucking 10. And yes, we're going to be talking about perfectionism. Hello, I see you. I hear you. (laughs) I am you. So I can certainly relate. Whenever anyone gives me like, hey, here's 10 things to do or here's five different steps. I'm like, okay, I have to do all of the things. You absolutely do not. Any one of these will be a great way to shift up that stuck energy that you're going through right now. So that's what I want you to be thinking about as we go through today's topic. I want you to think about what are maybe one or two of these that I could really easily implement. Because a lot of times when we're feeling stuck, we're also feeling a bit overwhelmed. And if you have all of these things that you're now adding to your plate, that's not going to be very helpful. So let's look at one or two where you can just slightly move the needle. Before we get all wrapped up into these 10 items, I have some really, really exciting news. I'm a little bit beside myself about it. I have a brand new program that I am going to be opening up for applications starting September 8th. So I wanted to give you a heads up. There's a handful of things that you can do about that right now if you are interested, but let me tell you why you should be interested. First of all, the name of this program is Worthy, period. It's one word, one complete sentence, Worthy, period, meaning you are enough. You are valuable. You are worthy. 
So let's get you to a place where you actually believe that, where you're not riddled with all of this perfectionism and investment in what other people think and people pleasing and chronic self-doubt. Let's get you to that place where you know you are worthy of the things you want in your life, of self-love, of speaking up for yourself, of establishing boundaries, worthy of it all, period. So here's the deal. It is going to be the longest program that I have ever created, the longest container of time to work with me. It is going to span nine months out of the year. So you will have three quarters of a year with me as your mentor, as well as a small group of inspired badasses who are in the same boat as you. It's going to include lots of hypnosis throughout the program because I super, super believe in that. And there'll be some customized hypnosis tracks. There will also be, wait for it, a luxury five-day retreat included in the program. Because it is going to be such a deep dive and it's going to be longer than anything I've ever created before, I'm only going to be taking 15 people and it is through application only. Yes, it can absolutely be you if you've already done a program with me before. Here's the deal. I am going to create a PDF invitation that is not quite available for you yet. But if you go to amygreensmith.com slash worthy, and that link will also be in the show notes, which is basically any information that you can see about an episode, no matter what platform you're on, that is called the show notes. It's just like the description, but there's usually an arsenal of links in the show notes as well. So we'll put that there for you as well. But that way, you are the absolute first to get your hands on that invitation. So as soon as it is ready, it will be emailed to you immediately. And then you will have first dibs on applying to the program. Now, the application process is not like, you need this much schooling. or I just need to make sure that that the situation that you're going through is something that I can help you with. I want to make sure that I'm the right practitioner for you and that it's the right group for you. So again, go to amygreensmith.com slash worthy and make sure you sign up so that you get exclusive access. Doesn't that sound so fucking fancy? First dibs on the application process and the invitation. Okay. So let's talk about 10 things to do when you feel stuck. I wanted to start with a quote that they talked about a lot when I went to coaching school like 15 years ago, and it was, keep doing what you're doing and you'll get more of the same. Keep doing what you're doing and you will get more of the same. Now that applies to doing nothing. You're going to get more of the same. If you are blaming other people for your inaction, you're going to get more of the same, more inaction and more blame. And I know that is ridiculously simple, but it is so incredibly accurate. I think there's this way in which we want things to just magically change. We hope that just one day we're going to wake up and we're going to feel motivated or we're going to have the right answer or someone's going to come to our rescue. And that is just not how it works, period. 
anything that you've ever accomplished in your life, any transition that you have moved through has been because you chose to do something different. So let's talk about this. As we go through this, I want you to know that I'm looking at this through a slightly privileged lens. I'm talking about not necessarily when you are stuck due to extreme injustice or socioeconomic conditions or um, disenfranchisement. I'm talking about feeling stuck when you know you are the, the biggest force in your own way. Okay, so I want to throw that disclaimer out because I think it is a disservice of the personal development community to say like, oh, you just have to think different or you just have to work through things different if you're a part of a group that is highly oppressed by our society. That's a little bit of a different, a little bit of a different scenario, quite a bit of a different scenario. Okay, number one, I want you to take an inventory. What are all of the things that are going on right now in your life where you feel stuck? A lot of times, if we feel really stuck in a relationship or in our job, we kind of cloak everything else in our life under that mantle. And we say, I'm stuck or I just don't know what I need to do. And you're really only talking about one or two areas of your life. Maybe you love where you live or you have really rich friendships, but your job has just really felt stagnant and complacent lately. Okay, that's a lot better than feeling like absolutely everything in your life is stuck. Okay, or maybe you love your job and your friendships are really incredible, but your health has been just not doing well. You don't feel your best. You don't feel comfortable moving your body and you know you need to move the needle there and you're just not sure what the next step is. That's okay. Our first item of business is to get really, really clear on what elements are actually in a rut. And I want you to write them all out. And what do I really want with relation to these areas that are in a rut? What is your ideal situation? So if it's health, maybe it is, I would really, really like to have a solid eight hours of sleep every night. And I know that that will dramatically change my energy throughout the day, my ability to play with my grandkids, fill in the blank, right? So maybe identifying what your ideal or what you really want in these categories can shift a lot for you, all right? And then I want you to think about one small action step that you can take around that particular area. So using that same example, realizing that you want to get more sleep at night, you know that that dramatically affects your well-being, Maybe you start committing to winding down 30 minutes early or you commit to stop dicking around on your phone at night. Hello, that's me. I need to take my own advice. (laughs) Uh, Something like that. Or maybe you commit to doing, you know, meditation or hypnosis tracks as you go to sleep. That's also something that we will have in uh, the program worthy. Yay. I'm so excited. So I'm beside myself. It's It is just going to be phenomenal. Okay, anyway, so number one is take that inventory. What are all the things that are in a rut? And then what are my ideals? And then what's one small action step that I can take? Okay, and I want to encourage you to make them small. I cannot tell you how many times I've worked with a client or student who goes, okay, 
Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do 30 minutes of hypnosis. I'm going to do a full stretch of my body every single night. I'm going to use essential oils. I'm also going to do a 15-part facial regimen every single night. Like, for fuck's sake, just one small baby step, something that you could nail in one week. That's all we need, okay? Number two. What components or elements were present in your life when you were the happiest? What genuinely brings you joy? Oftentimes, when we are stuck in a rut, it is because our values are getting stepped on. And we go through a whole values module in Worthy. And this is so incredibly important because the way I define values are any elements that must be present in your life in order for you to be fulfilled. It's the things that make you happy. It's the things that bring you fulfillment. So years ago, I was working with a coach. This is probably a good 12 years ago now. And we sort of took a little inventory around my core values because I was telling her, I feel stuck. I feel kind of complacent. I feel kind of blah. And She said, all right, let's just take a quick inventory of your values. Sure enough, I kind of started spitting them out, adornment, creativity, uh, human connection, all of these different values that I have. And then we started looking at like, okay, am I honoring any of these? And I was like, ooh, it's been a while since I've been doing a creative project. Ooh, health and wellness. Yikes. No, I haven't been sleeping well. I'm behind on my doctor's visit. I definitely need to get my teeth cleaned, right? Like I started going through all of these things and I realized no wonder I'm feeling emotionally stagnant and stuck. I'm not doing any of the things or honoring the values that I know bring me happiness. And once I had sort of that revelation and that epiphany, then I went, oh, okay, I need creative projects. I need some adornment. I need to move my body and be physical. I need to commune with my friends more frequently. So I took some action steps around that. I started making some connections with friends to meet up and get together. That was when I started doing community theater. I was like, I need some sort of creative outlet in my life. And that opened up a huge, amazing portal for me into the creative arts. So just acknowledging, and you you don't necessarily have to go through all this values work to have an understanding of this. You can quite simply just ask yourself, okay, when I was at my happiest, what was around? What type of people was I communing with? What type of work was I doing? Was I in nature all the time? Was I around specific like-minded folks? Was I being creative? Was Was I using my mind all the time? So thinking about those elements can be really, really helpful. Okay, number three, this is a semantics thing. Stop saying, I don't know. (laughs) a lot of times the words I don't know I don't know what to do or I don't know what I want to do next or I don't know what I should do about this locks us into this horrible rabbit hole where we just spin around into the I don't knows I don't know I don't know I don't know and we just stay there and it doesn't allow us to be creative it doesn't allow us to be innovative we don't get any brilliant downloads during those times 
we feel highly anxious when we keep going, I don't know what to do. I don't know. So here's what I want you to say instead. When you hear yourself say, I don't know what to do about fill in the blank. I want you to annex that with, but I'm going to figure it out. But I'm going to make a powerful decision. I'm, it may not all be clear right now, but I always come out on top. Something like that. I will figure it out. I don't know right now, but I'm going to figure it out, right? So we can acknowledge what you're feeling and, and break out of that vortex by saying, but I am going to move beyond this. I am going to source my answer. Because when you start saying things like that, then you start getting wildly more resourceful. You start thinking, oh, hey, I could ask my brother what he did when, you know, he went through something similar. Or, oh, that gal at work, she might have some ideas. Or you just get in front of your computer and you Google a bunch of shit and get answers. We become wildly more resourceful when we remind ourselves that we are resourceful. You may not know now, but you're going to figure it out. So start telling yourself that. Number four, seek wise counsel, support, and mentorship, especially if you are highly motivated by accountability. And spoiler alert, most of us are. Most of us are motivated by somebody saying, hey, how's it going with this? Or have you made any further decisions or taken any other baby, baby steps around going back to school, or figuring out what your next career move is. Seek wise counsel. Now, the wise counsel piece is incredibly important because a lot of times when we feel stuck in our career, in a relationship, we go to somebody who's not necessarily an authority and either they project what they've gone through onto us or they just give us really shit advice. (laughs) right? So have you ever had those situations where maybe you're struggling in a relationship and you go to your mom and you say, oh, here's what's going on in my relationship. I'm just feeling really stuck. I'm not sure what to do. And she starts telling you all about one of her past relationships or worse, even still, she starts talking about your dad and you're like, fuck, no, I don't want to be involved in this conversation. (laughs) Assuming you had a heteronormative parental situation. So seeking wise counsel is important. Even folks who have your best interest at heart sometimes are incredibly limited in what they are able to support you with. For example, when I left my career as a makeup artist and I resigned from the makeup company that I was working for and was choosing to start my own business and it was right in like the 07, 08 timeframe when everyone was freaking out about the recession and money and all of that. The manager that I had at the time, although she loved me to pieces and we had an amazing relationship, she projected all of her fears onto my new endeavor and would say things like, well, what are you going to do about benefits? Or what happens if nobody can hire you and you don't get any clients? And, And so although she, I knew that we had a great relationship, I had to be careful turning to her for any type of advice because I knew that it wasn't going to hold water, right? She was going to be speaking to me from her own limited viewpoint. So no need to blame or judge, but just recognize what 
solid counsel is. This is one of the reasons why I highly recommend therapy. I highly recommend working with a coach that you trust, that you feel safe with. And you also have to make sure that coaches and therapists and all of that aren't projecting their shit either because we're all human, right? So it's so important that that wise counsel is somebody that you feel safe with. And notoriously, we have folks in our life who we happen to be close with who we want to be able to turn to them for support around these issues, but they're not capable of it. You know, it's like the the parent you always wish could be happy for you or give you wise counsel and you keep turning to them, hoping that one day they will and they just continue to let you down. We keep rooting for the people in our life. So please recognize who are those folks that genuinely can support me, that can offer mentorship, wise counsel, um, keep me accountable to things, really examining that company you keep and get around the right people. That is why these containers of coaching groups with like-minded women, like we're going to have in Worthy, just blow my mind. I can't tell you how many friendships I've seen forged, the ability to champion one another, and then also to have me guiding you and knowing that no matter how broken you might feel, it's nearly 100% sure that I have heard that same story with a litany of other folks and that your situation is not unique. It's just that we don't air all of our shit all the time. So it's so incredibly important that you have that safe place to land where somebody normalizes what you are going through and reminds you of what you are capable of. So again, if you're interested in that and doing that process with me, if you've listened to the podcast for any number of years and you've gained insight here, just imagine what it would be like working with me directly in a small group for nine months. And then we can meet each other in real life at an incredible resort. Hello. So again, go to amygreensmith.com slash worthy. Okay, so we have got number five, break up and switch up your patterns. Now, this is a very easy, tactile, logistical suggestion. Change what you eat. Maybe eat at a different lunch spot. Try something new. Go out to a different place. Uh, Change up the order that you get ready in the morning. You know, maybe do your hair first instead of makeup if you do that. And when you're in the shower, switch up the order of what you do. Sleep a different way on your bed. Mr. Smith and I used to do that all the time. Switch up your furniture. Move shit around in your house. Paint a wall. Do anything that starts to shift your routine. If you're in the habit of coming home and just vegging out on on a TV series or something like that, move to a different room and grab a book or still watch a series, but watch it on your iPad in a different room or something, right? Like just changing up that dynamic. If you go for a walk, go a different direction. Join new groups, join new classes, get out more, watch what you are consuming. And when I say watch what you're consuming, I'm not talking about food. I'm talking about what you allow into your mind. What are the podcasts you listen to? What are the feeds that you are subjected to on social media? 
What are the shows and programming? What are the what the music choices you're listening to? I have to really limit myself because I'm a huge, huge fan of true crime. And that can be an easy way for me to just like vortex out. And I think there's a reason for that. I think there's and we know this actually for individuals who struggle with anxiety, doing things that are um Things that we can really count on with repetition, like watching a series we've watched a ton of times can be really calming and soothing if you are in a place of instability and you feel like you're out of control. Those things can be really good. Okay, if you're not in that place and you're just feeling blah and kind of stuck and I want some motivation, start switching up the things in your environment, even just grabbing your uh, good plates, your good china, or your fancy shit you never bring out. Bring it out just on a random Saturday for yourself. Super easy, super, super easy things, but we just get in a rut. We get into autopilot, and then we just kind of do the same things over and over and over again. Okay, so quick little recap of the first five. Take an inventory. What specifically are the areas in your life that feel like they are in a rut? Number two, what components or elements were present in your life when you were the happiest? Number three, stop saying, I don't know. Start saying, I'm going to figure it out. Number four, seek wise counsel. Number five, break up and switch up those patterns. And those can be super simple, super easy. I wanted to take a quick moment to thank Let's Get Checked for sponsoring this podcast. Let's Get Checked makes professional health testing super easy by letting you get tested without having to visit a healthcare provider. Well, testing for what, you might ask? Well, they have a huge array of at-home testing kits, including women's health, men's health, sexual health, and wellness kits. In fact, I did two of the women's hormone testing kits, and it could not have been easier. And then when I received the results, I was able to simply forward them onto my naturopath to get her thoughts. All you do is you simply choose your test online. It will be delivered to you in discreet packaging with next day delivery. And then once your sample arrives in the lab, confidential results will be available from your secure online account within two to five days. Once your results are available, they'll be reviewed by a physician and then a nurse will contact you for a consultation over the phone. And in some cases, a physician will be able to provide prescriptions to the pharmacy of your choosing. Let's Get Checked laboratories are CLIA approved and CAP accredited, which are the highest ranking levels of accreditation. Let's Get Checked lets you avoid uncomfortable office visits by providing you with access to home testing and professional medical consultations without ever leaving your home. It has never been this simple to get tested. So get this. If you want to try a test from Let's Get Checked, all you got to do is go to trylgc.com slash bold truth to save a whopping 30% on your first test kit. 30%. Just use the code bold truth, all one word at checkout. That's bold truth to save 30% on your first test kit. All right, let's get back to the show. Number six, examine the role of perfectionism. Are you waiting for perfect to get moving? Are you waiting for everything to be flawless and perfect and laid out in this ideal map with all the perfect boxes to check before you get started? Do you know that you want to change careers, but you are 
waiting to see if you're going to get the perfect promotion or waiting to take one more class or one more this. Notice where you might be holding yourself back because of perfectionism. You know where I see this a shit ton is in body image. I'll get back to dating or I'll start hanging out with my friends more when I've lost weight. No, you are allowed to enjoy this life right now in this body, period. Do not let bullshit societal stigmas about what the ideal body is to infringe on you living your fucking life. On our deathbed, we are not going to say, I'm so glad I missed out on all of these things I wanted to do because I didn't have the perfect body. So examining the role of perfectionism. Now, we are going to be doing a deep dive on that in two weeks time where I talk specifically about perfectionism and how it leads to procrastination and stuckness. So I want you to just start opening up the door right now and thinking about, are there areas where I am, quote, stuck and not taking any action because things aren't perfect? I'm not taking action on having people over because my house isn't perfect. I'm not taking action on starting my new business because I haven't I don't have the perfect business cards or I haven't decided on the perfect logo. I'm not getting back into the dating scene or connecting with folks because my body isn't perfect. Check yourself of where this idea of flawless perfection is arresting you from moving forward. All right. And also, side note, (laughs) you are not alone, my friend. You are not alone. But what a fierce fucking act of rebellion for us to say, I'm enough right now. I'm enough in this body. I'm enough in this endeavor. I'm enough to have rich friendships and connections with other folks right now. Fuck. Yes, we need more of that in this world. Okay. Number seven, examine the role of blame. Are you blaming others? And certain circumstances, are you blaming those circumstances for reasons why you can't get into action? Now, certain things can be a legitimate obstacle. Again, like I was saying at the very, very beginning of the episode, there are cards that are stacked against different marginalized identities in this society, 100%. I'm not saying that those obstacles don't exist. I'm saying that residing in a place of blame only is proving their point, is allowing them to stay in power, right? So without going into a whole social justice place, I'm going to assume that some of that blame, that energy could be shifted from you're making my life hard or you're making it difficult for me to do this or you, 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 you. And shifting it to, how can I caretake for myself? Let's assume that that asshole is always going to be an asshole. Or let's, assu- let's assume that that situation is always going to be diff- difficult. How do I need to show up and take care of myself to get through this? I'm not saying that it's going to be easy. And I'm sure as fuck not going to say that it's fair. A lot of times it's not fair. And I'm also not condoning 
the behavior of that other person or that establishment or that society. What I'm saying is, if you want to move ahead of this stuckness, it is going to be far more powerful for you to reside in a place of resilience instead of blame. We do this all the time with our parents. Like, well, you know, my parents raised me like this, so mm, 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 I have all this trauma and blah, blah. We all do. We all have shit that we're working through. And granted, it is a different story for different individuals, 100%. And are those folks culpable in many incidences? Absolutely. Should they apologize? Should they rectify their wrongs? 100%. But staying in that place of blame is not powerful for you because what that is essentially saying is there is no way for me to get ahead until those individuals are different, until my ex is different, until my family is different, until this person sees it differently, until this person that I work with does this other thing. You render yourself helpless when you stay in a place of blame. Now, I definitely think it can be helpful to expel that and to be pissed and to be angry at somebody. Like, I'm not saying deny how you feel. I'm saying observe where you reside. Do you want to be described as a blameful person? Or do you want to be described as resilient and powerful and an action taker? Okay, so examine the role of blame. I will also link to some episodes in the show notes. We did a whole series with some guests quite a while ago on perfectionism in particular. And I know I've done episodes specifically on blame. So we will incorporate that into the show notes as well. Number eight, this is one of my favorites. This is also a semantics issue. Examine your absolutes. Examine your absolutes. What do I mean by an absolute? An absolute is a phrase that you use that is extremely definitive. Something like, I can't, never enough, I always, they never, where we're taking sort of this grandiose label and we're saying, always, never, can't, won't. It's, it's like a definite, there's no wiggle room. There's no outlier. It's they always do this. Probably not always. I can't. Mm, you know, I'm going to say throw that in the trash. Can't. It's usually not I can't. It's usually I won't or I'm not willing. I can't get up early. Mm, you won't get up early. I'm not willing to get up early. And that's OK. Sometimes the things we're not willing to do is a boundary. And that's fucking fabulous. But let's not call it something that's untrue. So examine your absolutes. If you're saying like, well, there's no way anyone's going to hire me or they always look for this. Okay, staying in that absolute place is going to keep you stuck. Think outside of the box. What else is possible that I haven't thought of? Get around other folks, brainstorm, Google things. If you're in a career field, let's say, where you're like, I don't know what to do here. First of all, you're going to say, but I'm going to figure it out, but I'm going to figure it out. And then you're going to think, okay, here's what I've always thought. I've always thought that if I work in healthcare, let's say, that these are my very limited options. 
I can work at this hospital or I can work at this urgent care. And that's just about it. Okay. What if I start Googling unique healthcare jobs or innovative healthcare jobs? What if you get an amazing download for your own business, right? So when we limit ourselves, this is really a difference between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. A fixed mindset is speaks in absolutes. It says not possible, always this way, never, won't, can't, not enough, not possible. A growth mindset goes, what else is possible here? What else am I not seeing because I've always had this limited scope, right? So examining those absolutes. Number nine, we're going to Marie Kondo this shit. Clear your clutter. Now, this can be as expansive as you want it or as granular as you want it. It can be your physical environments under your pantry or under your sinks, your pantries, uh, your closets, everything in your home. We can do stuff like that, right? We can also clear the clutter in friendships, people you're hanging out with that you just don't really enjoy much anymore or ever. So you can start maybe not being as available as you have been in the past. Maybe it's familial relationships. Maybe it's clutter in your yard. Maybe it's emotional and energetic clutter where you need to purge some shit that you've gone through and you just need to get it out to a therapist or a coach. Typically, there are there are many, many ways that we can clear clutter from our life. The reason why this is so important is because that takes up so much energetic space. So if we talk about law of attraction or manifestation or whatnot, One of the instrumental pieces of this is to get rid of all the shit you don't really want, the things that aren't really helpful to you. And it starts to shift that energy. So maybe that's your action step. Maybe just this weekend, you're going to clear out your kitchen sink, underneath your kitchen sink, and just make that a little bit organized. Now, again, if we're talking about perfectionism, do not go, okay, now I'm going to do absolutely everything in the house, blah, blah, blah. No, baby steps. Let's just let's just do one thing to move this stuck energy. Just one thing. So clearing out the clutter. And then number 10, make a personal action plan. I can almost guarantee you that anything that you have accomplished in your life, whether it is writing a book, starting a business, getting hired, getting a promotion, going back to school or getting a degree, competing in a triathlon or anything like that, any major thing that you have accomplished in your life, it's likely you had some sort of system around it, some sort of plan. If you're going to do a degree, you have to create a plan of here's when I'm going to go to school. Here's the time that I have allotted to do my schoolwork. And then here's the time frame. Here's when I'm going to have that completed by. We have some sort of action plan. If you have saved up to buy a house, you probably had some sort of plan around it. Okay, for each paycheck, I'm taking this amount of money. We're putting that directly into savings. We're going to have it automatically done. I'm going to curb my spending over here. There's some sort of a plan. And we can do the exact same thing for stuckness. All right. So 
given all of the items that I went through today, I want you to think about one or two of them that really stood out to you that you feel like you could accomplish this week. Okay. And then I want you to go to your calendar and I want you to put them in there as the plan for this week. And then I want you to think about as soon as that week has come to fruition, what are we going to do next time? What's the next needle that we're going to move? And perhaps you look at this, these various things to help you get unstuck and you think about which ones of these would move the needle the fastest or that would enable me to feel the best the fastest or that would give me the best momentum. And then those become your action steps. Now, if that stuff is really difficult for you, this is another thing that we do in Worthy and that I've always done with my students is we have accountability where there's set assignments, there's set work to be done every single week that's always uh, kind of custom fit to each individual. And then I check in weekly and say, hey, where are we at with this? But I find, and I have seen this over the last 15 years, that a lot of times people need the support of like, just tell me what to do. Tell me what to journal on. Tell me what tool to use this week. Tell me how to handle this issue with my mom. Tell me, like, what do I say? What do I do? So if you need help with plans, if you need help with that accountability, Worthy might be exactly what you need. So again, check that out at amygreensmith.com slash worthy, where you can be the absolute first to get the invitation, meaning you will be the absolute first who can apply. Because uh, again, space is very limited. So let's do the, a quick synopsis of those final five. Number six is going to be examine the role of perfectionism and more on that coming in two weeks. And we'll also include the other series we did a while ago in the show notes. Examine the role of blame. We'll link to another full episode on blame as well. Number eight, examine your absolutes. Number nine, clear the clutter. And number 10, make a personal action plan. Next week, I'll have some more updates for you about Worthy, which I'm super pumped about. And we will be having an awesome guest expert. I'm going to dial her up. Hopefully I can catch her. Her name is Britt Frank. And she has written a book called Science of Stuck. Science of Stuck. Stuck as fuck. All right. You will not want to miss that because she brings in all the science and you know we love that over here on this show. And the week after that, like I mentioned, is going to be around stuckness and perfectionism and how those are linked up. So hopefully this has been helpful for you. Please scoot over to Instagram. You could find me under the handle, Hey Amy Green Smith. Let me know what your biggest takeaway was or what your action items are going to be around shifting up your stuckness just for this week. What are, what are your baby steps? How are you going to hit the map? All right. So we will see you around these parts next week. And please remember, you are enough. Your voice matters. So go out there and tell the bold face truth. Peace. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Just one more thing. So these podcasts, it turns out, don't actually rate and review themselves. So I would be over the moon if you would leave a review, rate the show, subscribe and tell anyone you know who needs to start speaking the fuck up for themselves and if you do i will give you a mini pig just kidding but i will be so very incredibly grateful okay thank you bye